Welcome to the Purposely Driven Podcast. Each one of us has a part to play in this world. Our strengths and our gifts make our communities a little bit sweeter. Join me, LaToya Guillory, as I interview community leaders, entrepreneurs, stay-at-home moms, and more. Find out what drives them to get up in the morning and fulfill the purpose God has for them. Born Herbert J. Green Jr. is from Lafayette, Louisiana, and has always had a distinct appreciation for all types of music. As a five-year-old, Herb would sit on his father's lap to listen to the Louis Armstrong show on shortwave radio. His paternal grandmother, Miss Clara B. Davis, played box guitar, and two great uncles play accordion and zydeco music. Two of Herb's older sisters sang gospel music in his family's home church, and his two younger brothers played trumpet and trombone. Though music was a part of his legacy, Herb and another sister gravitated towards athletics. As he grew, Herb never lost his love for the music he listened to with his dad. Herb began training himself by banging on countertops or whatever was around the house. He would keep rhythm with different groove patterns. After joining the military in 1986, Herb met Hector Ruiz of Puerto Rico. Ruiz began to teach Herb different beats on congos and bangos and timbales. After the military, Herb moved to Atlanta to overcome some of life's disappointments and develop his skills as a percussionist. Linking up with saxophonist Abel Johnson, who formed the Groove Band, a smooth band and cover band that found some success but broke up after a couple of years. He also played for the English Avenue Baptist Church Choir, his first paying gig. There, Herb met musicians like Ollie Woodson, Bobby Bird, Roberta, Roberta Flack, Phil Collins, and many others who gave advice that he still follows today. His influences are Paulinho da Costa, Luis Conta, Dr. Leonard Gibbs, Ahmad Jamal, Ralph McDonald, Tiso Puente, and many other percussionists who bring the stank to the music. Moving back to Louisiana, Herb joined J.B. Sachs and the band won an explosive, controlled, and musically articulate group of musicians where he continued to grow and mature as a musician and percussionist. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of My Purposely Driven Podcast. I'm Latoya Guillory with Empowered with Purpose. Today, I have the privilege of talking to Mr. Herb Pucci Green with Pucci Percussions. How are you today? I'm doing well. How, how are you? I am doing wonderful. I just want to thank you for having us. Um, you are very uh, inspirational, and I love to watch what you're doing with these young men in Lafayette, Louisiana, and throughout Acadiana. Thank you so much um, 
it just really means the world to me to see uh, men giving back to little boys in our community because you know they are the future. They we we need them to know um, the importance of who they are. So, oh, exactly. <laughs> yes. Why don't you give the listeners about a little bit about what you do? Well, uh, first and foremost, I am a, a percussionist by uh, by trade, uh, and I'm an independent artist. And uh, I'm I hail from uh, the Macomb section of uh, Lafayette, Louisiana, and uh, I saw uh, the need to uh, to engage uh, uh, some young men uh, with a positive message, but I needed a mechanism to do so. So using my, my skills as a percussionist, uh, I began uh, what's now known 10 years later as Poochie Percussion. And um, it's, it's, been a, it's been a journey where uh, I had a chance to reflect on myself and what was availed to me as a young man, you know, between the ages of four and 17. And there was a, a tremendous amount of men uh, in the area uh, that uh, poured into us and uh, invested time, uh, some of them, uh, their money and whatnot, just to make sure that we had a, a chance to express ourselves through the talents that we have. That's amazing. I'm so grateful that you're doing that. You know, I, I grew up in a single parent household and I have two brothers, one younger, one older. Um, I can't imagine not having my mom there. And mm -hmm. so I know that my brothers, you know, not having my, my father there, our father there, uh, impacted their lives a lot. And it's, it's awesome to see men step up and, and take that role, so to speak. Um, mm -hmm. of mentor, of person in their lives, you know, that other, they may not have had otherwise. I, I, I say you. this, I've said this a lot. Um, I love watching my husband's family because mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of men in my family, but the men um, take on the privilege of, of father to those that grew up without a father in the home, right? And so my father-in-law really instilled some really great qualities in my husband. And so I'm grateful that that is getting passed along to our son who's five years old. He gets to see that because that's so, so important. Right. Uh, you know, I, I've, uh, I've always... Uh, found that I was very blessed to uh, have a father like mine. Uh, his example uh, of um, being resilient uh, and, and, and uh, just pressing forward regardless of what the circumstances uh, uh, you might find yourself in, uh, just as long as you, you, know, you uh, stay spiritually connected uh, and, and believe in yourself and whatever talents you have uh, that uh, success would find you. But it was imperative to understand that uh, 
his not just his words, but his example, you know, because, you know, uh, one of the things that I carry today and I, I give to my kids in Pooch Percussion is that if you don't apply yourself to do something, then uh, you probably, uh, you know, you, you'll be the, one of the ones that winds up not having anything and, and it's not material, but in, in the way of talents, uh, right. you know, because, uh, you know, I, I I, uh, my dad taught me how to cook and I, I you know, I do that very well, <laughs> but yeah. also, uh, you know, he, he uh, encouraged me to be athletically inclined, but then more importantly, academically, uh, he, he was adamant about me getting the type of education that uh, would allow me to do the things that I wanted to do, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I did, I, I educated myself, but my passion was always music, uh, you know, yeah. being around uh, my siblings, uh, two sisters that sang, uh, then other cousins that played uh, uh, different instruments, uh, notably Lil Buck Senegal, you know, who, who lived down the street from me. Uh, I would hear him practicing uh, and, you know, I, I caught the beat and I didn't, I didn't really like Zotico. <laughs> but, uh, uh, there was, you know, uh, another gentleman that uh, that that played with the group Sky, and he was a, a percussionist. He was a conga player, and I was really impressed with that. So I gravitated towards that, uh, you know, from from young, and uh, never got to 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 study in the classroom, but just you know, beating around things, you know, in the house and whatnot, and. And, and applying myself and always remembering what my father, you know, told me, you know, about, you know, the application of, of, of yourself towards what it is you want to accomplish. Yes. And so now all these years later, you know, I'm a, you know, professional recorded um, percussionist. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, so that's amazing to me. You know, uh, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, um, people will doubt you and they'll, they will um, throw shade, you know, so to speak, you know, against what it is you're trying to do. And I, I tell my kids to always to believe in God and believe in themselves and their abilities and, and listen to those that will encourage them uh, to, you know, to, to improve on, on what they already know, you know, and, and be excited about it. Right. I love that. And what I, I love about what you do is that you take the stigma away, right? There's a stigma in the Black community that um, that Black fathers are missing from the ho household. But mm -hmm. that's not what your organization is about. Yes, there are some, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we, we have to be real about it. There are some, but there mm -hmm. are a lot more that are there. And the way you set up your organization is to not just promote um, percussion and things like that, but mm -hmm. what it means to be a man, mm -hmm. what it means to be a father, what it means yeah. to, you know, and, and, and that's what I really enjoy about watching what you do. It's you're, you're instilling what it means to be a man into these young boys so that they have an example to grow up to. Well, many outside of, of their home. Right, you know, at the age of 12, many young boys uh, in Africa would be in manhood training. 
So they would be, you know, getting information that would help them mature into people who would be uh, responsible. And I, I, I use drumming as a mechanism to be able to communicate with them because yeah. first you have to get their attention and, and get their attention that, that involves something that they, they will find interest in. And so with each instrument, uh, you know, like the djembe drum, we get the, the history of it, but we also get the significance of its use. And, you know, uh, it could be harvest time or planting time or yeah. a time of celebration. And that, you know, the, the, they would get that drum and they would find, you know, they would create, you know, you know, rhythms that, that are now, you know, mimic all, all around the world, you know? So I tell them that that's the heritage that they come from and they, they come from a place where, uh, people, their families took pride in training them and providing the necessary things in order to, for them to be successful yeah. husbands and, 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 and productive citizens in their communities. Yeah. And, you know, and that's what we do, you know, at, at, at Pooch Percussion is, is, to, is to keep our kids flowing in a positive rhythm, you know, irregardless of the things that they're, they're exposed to uh, in this, this day and time, you know, it, it goes far beyond uh, where I was at 12. You know, I, I didn't, we were, you know, I'd like to think, and I know that we were naive back then, you know, mm -hmm. and the 12 year old today is more exposed to things and has knowledge of things that, that makes them grow up uh, real fast. And if that yeah. proper guidance is not there, then you, you know, you have the potential to have a, a, a kid that's going to make poor choices that could get him into trouble. So the responsibility of, of the man and the leader, you know, you know, it doesn't have to be biologically connected, but, you know, from the spirit, you know, if you see a young man that is uh, going opposite of the way that he should go, then, that is your responsibility as an adult to, to, to intervene and say, hey man, what's going on? There's a better way for you to do things. Well, love that, I love that. So listen, I know this is a loaded question, okay? But okay. what does a typical day look like for you? Ooh, well, for, for <laughs> me, uh, it's a, it's an early rise. Uh, you know, I give things, uh, and I try to prepare myself mentally to handle the things that have and are adversely affecting me and being able to put those things aside and then get out into the community and, and see what, you know, see the need mm -hmm. and then try to help to, you know, to, you know, whomever to, you know, to fulfill that need. Cause that would be one more person that's freed up uh, mentally to be able to help out other people in the community. The next thing, uh, working as a, a teaching artist through the uh, Acadiana Center for the Arts, uh, I might be at one of the, the elementary or, or junior high schools doing a presentation or, or you know, giving a class on, you know, on something. <laughs> if I'm not doing that, I'm at the, the uh, 12th Street Gethsemane uh, Center. Uh, trying to help out uh, in the in the food bank with a uh, food distribution, 
if I'm not there, you know, that this song <laughs> might be going on in the same day. Uh, I, I am definitely either at uh, the uh, Park Village uh, Multipurpose uh, Center on uh, Moss Street teaching mm -hmm. uh, classes to my Pooja Percussion students, or, you know, uh, I might be performing with my band, uh, Smooth Poochie. It's a smooth jazz, uh, near soul band. Uh, Y'all can catch us at, <laughs> uh, we're gonna be at uh, the hideaway uh, on uh, March 10th. And uh, it's, a, it's a, you know, just a collection of people that have bought into my philosophy about, you know, through music, um, giving people, you know, posit positive vibes. Yeah. Uh, wanting to wanting to help spread um just goodness throughout the community you know because uh you know with, with all the adversities that you know we're facing you know across the globe you know you know just in our little corner of the world you know lafayette louisiana we can do some things that can significantly impact the world for good so you know one place to start you know i believe is just with our kids you know and mm -hmm. and um uh, teaching them who they are, you know, and, 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 and doing that. So, you know, that's, that's my typical day. <laughs> that's my typical day. Hey, it's purposely driven, right? Yeah. Everything yeah. that you just named has a purpose behind it and you're yeah. walking. Yes. You know, when I, I, uh, I started Pooch Percussion, but then, you know, I, I also had a band, uh, Smooth Poochie. Um, there's some other things There's a Neo Soul uh area that i'm developing and so i created the poochie music group and mm -hmm. and each one uh each particular entity within you know has a significance uh it, it has uh you know uh, we want to groom uh everybody uh you know to to pursue uh their talents in the most positive way you know and and developing our you know our young boys and girls you know um through the art uh, uh, you know, with me as a percussionist, but they have other interests musically. And so they're exposed to all of the musicians that I interact with mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and they can get lessons, they can get mentored, you know, and, and that's what it's all about is just, you know, really grooming them uh, uh, the best way we can. That's amazing. If there's anything that you could devote your life to, what would that be? Ooh, wow. I, I think uh, I think I'm already doing that, you know, um, uh, my passion. Um, I'm passionate about my family. I'm passionate about uh, my my craft uh, as a percussionist. I'm, I'm passionate about, uh, you know, um, doing what I can to, you know, help people in my community. Um, uh, and, you know, without, I, I would do it you know, regardless, you know, there, there's, 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 a, there's motives sometimes behind what people do. And the only thing that motivates me is that, you know, I, I want people to, you know, to be immersed in, in the love that we have, you know, for one another, because if we keep it to ourselves, then we're doing our whole communities and the world a disservice, and we're being selfish. So, uh, you know, I, I'm passionate about what I do. I'm passionate about where, I, I want to go and, and I, I'm driven to do that. So, you know, that, that's where I am with that. That's awesome. You know, yesterday I got asked if I was a real person. 
<laughs> because everything I do has purpose behind it, but everything flows together, right? And so to yeah. the average person yeah. that feels, or to, you know, somebody who um, just, you know, is used to going nine to five and doing this and then that, and that's it. It looks like mm-hmm. you're doing a lot, but when it all works together and it's yeah. all in purpose, God blesses you in ways where he gives you the strength to be able to say, you know what, I can do neo soul in this. I can do this jazz thing. I can do this with the kids. I can do the food pantry. I can do all of these things because I'm walking in the purpose that God has for me. And, and I know when something is not purpose for me, I can say no. But Let's everything see. that I do is mm-hmm. not on my own. It's because I'm purpose. Yeah, and most people's understanding of that is that they want to see material growth, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, then that if, if it's if it's like that, then you know you're not you know you're not being honest with yourself, and you're not being passionate about what it is that you're doing. When yeah. you're passionate about what you're doing, you would do it regardless, and you know, and like right now. <laughs> You know, uh, it, it's uh, it's uh, it's very difficult. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, all of that is a growth process. Yeah. You know, you know, for you and for the people that uh, surround you. But as long as you uh, uh, faithfully depend on God uh, to guide you through each day, then you'll make it through. And right. and, and 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 getting to the end of the day, you can look back and say, I, I, I you know, God walked me through that. And God walked me through this and look at where God has me. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and uh, you know, when he's making you, you know, it, it doesn't feel good. It took 10 years to get yeah. preaching for company uh, and, and everything that's going on with me uh, to where it is right now, you know, and, and, you know, and some people would, you know, would believe that, man, I, you should be rich and you should, you know, but that's not what I, you know, that's not, the thing that I'm concentrated on, I'm, 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 I'm concentrated on developing a product, you know, right. that, that, uh, that is, is multi multifaceted and, and that it reaches uh, the, the extent, you know, that the extended areas of the community where, you know, where people don't feel included, uh, you know, and whatnot. So uh, what, wherever I can be and, and, uh, and be a, a part uh, of the the solution, you know, be it, you know, helping in the food bank or uh, uh, redirecting a child uh, to do positive things or, or entertaining people, uh, you know, in an atmosphere that, 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 that promotes unity and, you know, and love and, 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 and just, you know, the goodness that people have, then, you know, that, that's where, that's where I want that's where I would want to be. And yeah. that's where I am right now. So whatever has to come, you know, monetarily, you know, in God's time, you know what I'm saying? It will. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that we don't know how to take breaks or we don't know how to take care, care of ourselves. Like we know our limits. We know how yeah. to say no, but we also yeah. know what we're supposed to be doing as well. Yeah. You better. And the way that you know that, is that um, everything that uh, can hit you as far as adversity is concerned. Every, everything, it could be the car breaking down, it could be chaos in the home, it could be, uh, you know, uh, 
uh, the, the separating from, you know, uh, lifelong friends and whatnot. But the, the key is to, you know, to stay fixated on what your purpose is and, and what your calling is and stay pursuant to the, the you know, to that. And everything else is going to work itself out. Clarity is going to come to you and it's going to come to the people around you as well. Amen to that. Now, what does purpose mean to you? What's your definition all of, of purpose? All of what we've been talking about. <laughs> my my, def, my definition, uh, you know, of purpose is, um, like I said, um, finding whatever it is that you're passionate about and, and developing yourself within that and then using that to, uh, to make... Uh, everything around you that you know that make make that using that to make everything around you better yeah you know that 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 is that is purpose you know and and uh you'll know it you know because it'll it'll come it'll come freely when you try to walk away from it you know because there's been times where i said man i'm about to give up on coaching profession (laughs) You start to just concentrate on, on playing music and you know and whatnot. Right. But you know, uh, you know, I, I I would have kids call me, Mister Herb. Uh, you go, are we gonna are we gonna have drumming this year? You know and whatnot. And I'm like, yeah, man. You know, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, you know, yeah, we gonna do it this year. You know, and right. you know, ten years later, you know, and and. Uh, I can look back and I I, I, I can say that I, I've uh, I've developed relationships with at least forty kids. Yeah. You know, that, uh, you know uh, graduating my my first one of my first three students. I'm graduating the the oldest um, this year from Northside High School, and uh, I'm I'm so proud of that. You know because you know he was a good kid. You know when you know when I got him. Uh, um, and uh, just to see him develop and, and just stay consistent in anything that I ask him to do, uh, uh, being a, 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 a big help to his grandmother and his mother, being a responsible, responsible big brother, you know, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm just so, I'm, I'm so proud of him, you know, uh, that uh, he got some of the things that we talked about, you know, and, and uh he, he's gonna, you know, I, so I was like, uh, his name is Tavis Arsenal, if y'all don't mind me saying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I asked him, I said, so you going to college? He was like, yeah. And I said, so uh, what you gonna major in? He said, uh, I'm thinking about mechanical engineering. I said, mechanical engineering, you know? <laughs> so so I, I, I think, you know, I, I think when, I, when I'm at the graduation or, or at the celebration afterwards, I think I'm gonna shed some tears, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, um, what I'm passionate about, you know, and and uh, and and paying it forward is is coming to fruition through, you know, uh, you, you know, like the Bible says, you, you shall know them by their fruit. Yeah. You know, and God put me out here to uh, produce good fruit, you know, and and that is an example of uh, you know of of of, of um, being consistent and being present. Uh, uh, 
accepting the role of being a leader, saying that, you know, trying to find the right things to say in different situations and, and whatnot. So um, right there, you know, is that, you know, I, I can walk with my head high and my right. chest out. I'm, I'm graduating one of my kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm loving that. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. So where do you draw your strength from? Ooh, I, I draw my strength from the, the examples and the lessons from my parents, from both my mother and father. Yes. Uh, my father, uh, my father taught me how uh, to work and put forward an effort and, you know, and, and uh, believe in what you do. And, and my mother uh, taught me compassion. Mm-hmm. She taught me how to, to be forgiving. You know, uh, because in this life, people are going to do you things that that are are not good. They're they're not nice. You know, because you know sometimes people are about themselves and how they feel in particular situations. So uh, it's a, a imperative that you learn how to forgive. Yeah, uh, that moves you forward. So uh, in that 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 is strength. You know, so I draw that. You know, I draw. Uh, my strength from my, my parents. I love that. Mothers and their compassion, fathers, their work ethic. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. What's your, yeah. What's your favorite sometimes, scripture? Sometimes we always follow it. <laughs> true. True. It, sometimes it takes a minute for it to sink in. Like, oh, yeah, my mom yeah. did something. Maybe I need to listen right now. <laughs> we get caught up in the moment, like, oh, yeah. I remember this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is your favorite scripture or quote? Ooh, my favorite scripture, uh, Psalms 37 and 1. Fret not thyself because of the evildoer, neither be thou envious <laughs> of those who, you know, who act inappropriately, you know, and whatnot. So, uh, and that, you know, we see a lot of people accomplishing things or, or, or appear to be uh, getting ahead and, you know, and, and uh, we're human and, uh, and we want those things too. And, but sometimes uh, we make decisions to try to get those things quicker than they're supposed to come to us. Mm-hmm. So, we, and we draw that from what we see from other people. So um, that, but that, you know, that prompts me to be content where I, you know, where I am, but also, uh, you know, to, to, to work uh, towards those things that are going to bring me the joy and the peace that, that, that I want in my life, you know, so I I worry about uh, what Herb can do in a day to make his world better. And, and hopefully it's going to make somebody else's world better as well. But uh, to look at somebody and, and, and want to be, you know, that, that one that keeps up with the Joneses, I ain't got time for that because no. the Joneses always buy stuff and you don't know what kind of job the Joneses got or what the Joneses is into. You better be, you know, content to what's happening over here at the Greens, you know, residence. So, you right. know, like that, it keeps me, you know, it keeps me grounded. You know, and you know the things that I want that I want to have. You know, uh, in God's time, uh, mm. they'll be provided. You know. Yeah, 
That's so good. I feel like contentment is something that's really lacking right now, especially in the uh, social media age. You know, everybody's comparing their lives to everybody else's life that they see, but they're mm-hmm. not realizing that what they see is only what they want them to see. They don't right. see what's happening behind the scenes. Right. And so I think about, you know, if God says I'm the author and finisher of their of our faith, if he's the author mm-hmm. and finisher of our faith, we can just give him the pen and let him write the story. And when yeah. we think about it like that, it causes us not to be fearful, have anxiety, you know, try mm-hmm. to keep up with the Joneses. Because if we mm-hmm. understand who God is in our lives and we give him the pen and we trust that he's going to do what he wants to do with it. And he, you know, he knows us intimately, each, each and every mm-hmm. one of us intimately, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he knows what makes me tick. He knows what makes you tick. Right. Mm-hmm. And so in knowing that I can trust that if he has the pen, he knows exactly what I'm supposed to have, mm-hmm. what I'm not supposed to have who mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be friends with, who I'm not supposed to be friends with, what I'm supposed to entertain, what I'm not supposed to entertain. I can trust him with the pen and allow him to write the story. Yeah, you know, and and, and uh, it's important to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, you, know you, you, you have to know yourself and, and know who God is. And yes. that's, you know, that, that is the most important relationship you know, uh, in your life, uh, it's knowing who God is and knowing where your, your talents come from, you know, because he he put them all in you, you know, and, 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 and in order for them to, to develop to where, uh, you can capitalize on, you have to allow him to do that. It's not about what the next person says. It's not about, you know, it's not about any of that, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, uh, on one Sunday, they praise Jesus. <laughs> the, the next Sunday, they crucified, you know, right. well, Friday, they crucified him, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So man, you know, man is going to put you up on that pedestal, you know what I'm saying? But then, you know, as soon as it doesn't serve his, his, his need, uh, then he'll knock you off of it. And, and yeah. no one is there to, you know, help you heal those wounds. Yeah. You know, so be content with who you are, where you are, what you have. Develop yourself. Develop your talent. You know yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, seek the knowledge. You know, and but also don't be afraid of the process because uh, going through you know uh, those processes of 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 of, of getting uh, to that place uh, is is not all going to be easy. It's not right. going to be. Know, uh, some of it is going to make you anxious because you want what you want when you want what you want, but that, you know, you may not be prepared mentally, financially, you know, or whatever to, you know, to be able to right. handle that so wherever you are, you know, be content, you know, be, right. be content and work hard to, to get better in your understanding of who it is that's providing it for you. Right. So, right. You, know, so, you know, you'll be effective, you know, I, I remember um, I was back in Atlanta and um, I was kind of like at the beginning of, of, um, of, uh, of developing as a, as a professional and I was practicing in my house and, you know, and, and uh, I would come out and I had a neighbor that was like, man, you're pretty good, you know? And I'm mm-hmm. like, 
thank you. You know, and go back and practice and practice. And then I, I, you know, I got connected with this one guy who had a studio in his home and started practicing with him. And then I met another guy that invited me to play at this church and the rest is history. I said, uh-huh. God, if you, if you allow me to develop this, you know what I'm saying? I promise I'm going to give it back. I don't know how I'm going to give it back, but yeah. you know, I'm going to give it back. Um, yeah. I worked in healthcare and, um, I saw, uh, I, I worked in mental health, uh, as a, as a mental health tech. And I, I, I saw, uh, older gentlemen, uh, having, uh, childhood issues manifest that never got resolved. So they would throw mm-hmm. tantrums. So, you know, I thought about it. And I said, well, I'm start teaching, you know, drumming to kids and trying mm-hmm. to get them to uh, get rid of their aggressions and whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, but that took time, you know, and, and each step, each phase of it, I had to be, you know, uh, humbled, you know, to and, and wait for the next opportunity. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't happen overnight no. at all. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> and, uh, you can't complain, you know. Right. You can't complain because people, you know, people are going to come into your life and they, they're going to appear to, uh, to support, but if it doesn't develop on their time, you know, on their timetable or, uh, (laughs) excuse me, if they don't see, uh, immediate results, uh, then they'll, they'll walk away from you. They'll, they'll become critical and, and, and whatnot, but if you if you remain faithful and you stay uh, passionate uh, about your purpose, and you know that you have a purpose, and you stay steadfast in that and continue forward, uh, just every fall, dead leaves fall off. Yeah. But every every spring, new life is born. Yeah. So you know, I I've I've, I've gone through a season. Um, I've gone through seasons where things would fall off, but new things would come on. Right. And uh, each time, uh, in the newness of things, uh, you know, I'm 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 better developed. Uh, I'm I'm more clear on on my purpose, uh, and which makes me more diligent in my effort to accomplish, um, and and uh, and confident that. <laughs> God is walking on the side of me. You yeah. know, you got to deal with some things. You got to deal with some people. Uh, you know, you you know that you you have people. You know, like in my capacity, uh, you have people who say, "Man, we need to do something for these kids." You know, and there's oodles of people who are doing something for those kids, but it doesn't fit their mold. It doesn't fit yeah. their criteria. So they're they they're absent. And they're the ones that's on the sidelines that's saying we need to do something, but uh, three kids got killed in your area, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, that we, you know, you, we can't afford to stay complacent and, right. and, and, and wait for, you know, wait for wait for them. So we have to do whatever it is that we're doing, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I love what's what's going on at Park Village. Uh, because um, it uh, it offers so much 
you know, uh, through Pooch Percussion, there's mm-hmm. dance, uh, there's podcasts, you know, yeah. there's, there's all the things that that are present in today's age for these kids. And uh, uh, they're, they're being exposed to it there. That's amazing. Yeah, I hope to have Leah on here some, at some point as well. Um, she's doing girl. a lot of amazing. She's got her hands yeah. full right now. All these awards yeah. she winning and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be like her when I grow up. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it, 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 you know, you know, speaking about Leah, Leah Porter, uh, that connection came through a lifelong friendship with her mom, uh, Annette Porter. You know, I was I was playing one night uh, with Jeremy Benoit, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, I came off stage, and. Uh, her mother, Annette, walked up. She said, look, my daughter needs a percussionist for her dad's studio, and you're going to be the one. And I'm like, well, do I have a say in that? You know? <laughs> but, you know, Annette and I, we have a, a, a love for each other that, 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 that's like brother and sister, but mm-hmm. we get along like oil and water. You know? <laughs> and, uh, but it's always for... Um, uh, uh, her effort is always to improve her daughter and me as well. And in fact, that you know, and that type of network, you know, wow, you know, it, it's amazing. It's amazing. Hoochie yeah. Percussion got established because of uh, Leah opening her doors at uh, Fire Expressions for us, you know, to have a place uh, to, to to practice and whatnot. And, and I went from three students uh, the first uh, month or two to like maybe 10 to 15. And we we were scratched up in a little room uh, <laughs> on Gloria's Switch. And, uh, you know, but, you, you know, you got to hang in. You got to hang in. Yeah. And we, you know, we did, uh, we do the uh, end of year um, uh recitals at uh burke hall on ul's campus mm-hmm. uh at the at end of every season where you know the, the drummers you know get to display their thing and the the uh the dancers and the production and then you know along comes the creole nutcracker and yeah. we, you know we, we uh participated in that and uh you know and it's all because of uh the positive connections you know that i'm i'm you know that i'm still able to keep these kids in a in a positive rhythm at Pooch Percussion. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, Mr. Her, why don't you tell everyone where we can find you? Your social well, media handles, maybe you have a website. Where's your next my, gig? Uh, okay, I got you. Well, <laughs> my uh, <laughs> my uh my, I'm on social media on Facebook. Uh, you can find me under Her Poochie Green. Uh, also, Poochie Percussion. Also, Smooth Poochie, uh, my band, uh, which will be at the Hideaway on Lee on March 10th, begins at seven o'clock sharp. Uh, and uh, if you like smooth jazz and neo soul, we have Miss Iris Nichelle, who is our featured singer. Uh, we have uh, Lincoln Landry on bass, Clint Jones on trumpet. Oh, we have uh, Ethan Gould on uh, saxophone. And we have Mr. Chris Jones on drum, who is also a stand-up comic that will have you cracking your side. <laughs> uh, and we have Miss uh, Miss Jill Butler, 
my partner in crime uh, on keyboards. And she also does vocals. You could also find me on Instagram. Uh, my tag is uh, Herb49. Um, and, you know, just around the city, you know, uh, I'm always at uh, the Gethsemane Community Center, uh, on, you know, different days of the week and, and whatnot. I'm always, you know, I'm, if I'm not uh, teaching, uh, uh, or, or performing, or, or you know, then uh, you can always find me. You know, if you if you need me, you know, need to talk or or whatever, you can hit me. Uh, my my, you know, inbox me, and and I'm coming. <laughs> awesome, that's awesome. Well, I want to thank you for being a part of this podcast again. Uh, it's so wonderful to hear all the things that are going on in the community. Um, for those of you who are not familiar, we are in Lafayette, Louisiana, uh, the hub of Acadiana. Um, there's a lot of great people here, a lot of good talent here. We have lots of festivals, lots of food, lots of fun. So whenever you're in town, come on over and say hello to Mr. Herb Pucci Green, get a little taste of that neo soul and that smooth jazz and, and have some fun in the Acadiana area. Again, thank you, uh, Herb, for being a part of this podcast. And well, thank I you for having me. Thank you. <laughs> I continues to do. Thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, continued success to you. And uh, whenever you need me to come back, just call, just call me. We, I'll bring the whole band next time. <laughs> this has been the Purposely Driven Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this podcast interview, and I look forward to you joining me in the future. If you enjoyed the show, please give it a subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. New shows are posted twice a month for your listening pleasure. See you next time.